Tell me what you really like. Baby, I can take my time. We don't ever have to fight. Just take it step by step. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. Cause you never tell me lies. I can feel the body shake and the heat between your legs. That was painless, no? Come on. That was great. That's my first time in, ca in Canada, and you obliged me to do karaoke. Uh, well, I'm not forcing you. It's just the way the show is. It's a show format. It's not even mine. I, I didn't come up friendly. with it. I didn't have that in the U.S. You so did an amazing you. job. Thank you very much. So we've got an interesting... Well, I'll say that you're our first... Yeah, you are our first European Yes, so it's my first time in Canada. I am your first European. It was my first karaoke. I'm still surprised that this is your first time in Canada. Yes. It's a weird feeling, no? No, it's great. <laughs> uh, it's really great. And uh, every t I'm traveling so much, actually, that I'm not actually uh, feeling like I'm outside Europe. Every, everything looks the same. I'm, I'm on the same planet. So I just like I go from one, from one plane to another as if I was actually taking one car to and uh, traveling somewhere. So it's just like great. So we've got an interesting show, and John, i got to reintroduce you to cut your back on the show. John Witterherer, so thank Deck you. Protect. Uh, thanks so much for coming. Actually, thank you for setting this up, because mm -hmm. you're the one that planted the seed when you mentioned mm -hmm. that Gladys here was going to be in Canada for the first time. And, yep. yes. and I met you two and a half years ago at IBS. Yes, yes that's right. That was the first time At the very beginning there. of this, yeah. right? So it's going to be an interesting show. Let me just get the detail for now. So Gladys from Grand Concept, Inc., and so it's the website is uh, us.grandconcept.com https two point slash slash us there's no triple w there's no triple w no. what's all that about what's because it? i'm different it's a french <laughs> thing <laughs> okay and then the email is gpetit at grandconcept.com Yes. And social media is Grand Concept underscore USA. Exactly. Okay. And so for everybody who isn't familiar with Grand Concept is basically what? Well, we are a company that is actually uh, manufacturing, supplying, uh, building materials. And that building material is actually an aluminum track that is pre-equipped with clips. And that is used for building decking and building siding and also decorative Building. ceilings, privacy, fence, privacy fences, and lots of different stuff. People are being very creative with, about, about the system and with the system, so it's great because it helps us expand into many different industries. We use wood in the first place, but then we expanded. Back in Europe, where the system actually has been in use for 16 years, we're using, uh, yeah, 16 years already. I didn't uh, know that. March 2006. Wow. <laughs> You're late in North America. No, uh, uh, North America is the last stop for anything that's cool and anything yeah. that's new. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> but so we started with wood, but we expanded uh, with uh, composite boards uh, in Europe, but we also work with uh, porcelain pavers, uh, ceramic, Yes, and uh, we expand also with uh, aluminum boards for different types of applications. I remember, like, I remember seeing a whole bunch of products that you guys had. Yes, that, exactly. Yeah. Because the product is very easy to use and it's very versatile in the way you use it. It goes on everything that's flat. So obviously that goes on a lot of different things. Yeah. And since when you go from one industry to another, from one provide material provider to another, from one client to another, everyone's got different ideas and all this is actually feeding back to us. And this is how we innovate, we develop new solutions and that helps the business expand. And then we have John. So John's back, Deck Protect. It's www.deckprotect.pro. John at deckprotect.pro. I've been watching all your posts and just enjoying the oiling 
and yeah. the coloring <laughs> of all the product and We've stacking. Been a fun. Yeah. Are, you guys, are you guys seeing a very busy, busy year coming up? Uh, yeah, we've uh, had a quite a quite a number of orders. Just uh, obviously, it's springtime, so it is it's crazy. Deck season, it's deck season. <laughs> Everybody's season. ordering. Uh, yeah, yeah. it would be nice if people started a little earlier, so we weren't running around like crazy people at this time of the year. But uh, this uh, is Canada. We have yeah. winters, and nobody wants to work in the cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All right. So I'm getting pretty used to that aspect of it now. I've been in the industry now for a bit, and uh, yeah, we've got lots of stuff booking up here and uh we're 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 geared we're geared to grow so okay so i want to dive right into the whole yes. okay so the, the the history i guess i met you through thermary i was at ibs they asked you know you should stop by and say hello and take a look at it because there was i guess a a changing of the clip guard system so to speak at the time and mm -hmm. then you guys were just getting started do you want to share some of those numbers that we talked about off mic before we got started how yes how new you were to this industry at yes. that time but you don't you i didn't notice that i honestly when i met you <laughs> i she just told me a bunch of stuff john like I, like she literally weeks before the show mm -hmm. you just got thrown into that yeah and got this the booth set up got everything all set up and uh so you share share all that little bit there that was really fascinating stuff yeah exactly <laughs> thanks a lot so I, the company itself is called burger it's a large company uh that is actually in the construction industry uh back in france we have different brands where we do actually guard railings and uh, garden uh, equipment such as floor boxes and things like this we also have our own prefab home uh, company which is called boa but it's only for the french market I, and we do a lot of things <laughs> i've never even heard of that oh well, yeah it's that's because it's only for the french market <laughs> wow is this a french thing Yes, exactly. But that's because, you know, there are lots of uh, regulations. So we start small, but I'm sure we'll expand further in Europe and maybe in the U.S. later. We don't know. We're open to everything. I How am anyway. big are these homes? How big can they get? They can be like anything you want. Really? Yes. They're modular. You can actually, we can actually uh, make them to uh, your expectations. Can we create nice things? If you want, I'll send you some uh, pictures Yeah, please do. You've seen them, John? I've seen a couple, like, obviously I snooped their uh, Instagram pages and all the little <laughs> funny rabbit trails that go along there. And yeah. yeah, they have quite a number of interesting product lines that they are offering, like, even, yes. it's, uh, yeah. So it, that's all under very, the... Very yes. gravitating. And what's so the, na the name of that company? Uh, the floor boxes and the garden thing is Jardipolis. The okay. homes, uh, the homes uh, company that's called Boa, spelled B-O-O-A. And uh, we have two different brands of guardrails, aluminum guardrails for different markets. And mostly this is for actually the European market or this. And then we have Grad. Grad is actually uh, from a company that existed before, before we put them out in 2016. They had been existing, existing since, since uh, 2006. We put them out because we saw the systems they were making and we were like, oh, this is gold. We know what to do with it. We're going to expand mm -hmm. it everywhere. And this is what we did. So we took the company over. The takeover finished in 2019, as far as I know. In 2019, just after they finished the takeover, they employed me. <laughs> Coming from the fashion industry? I came from the fashion industry, but I've got 10 years of construction industry before back that. in uh, f before this uh, when I was in the UK. So uh, that's So a needle and swinging a hammer, same thing. It's basically and the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm happy with everything. I'm, I'm very, uh, I can adapt very easily, as you can see. I can totally see that. I can <laughs> when totally I like something, oh yeah, just go for it. And, but what they wanted to do and to know this is how good uh, the product would be for export, because I never really looked at export before. So employing me, well, 
well. I like working with blank cards. This is what I specialize in, starting from scratch and building things up. When I saw the product, I was like, oh, okay, great. It looks very fun to work with. It, uh, and I discovered uh, how what are the different applications within three days. And then I was left on my own to work, uh, to work it out. And without a strategy, without guidelines, well, I started everything on, on my own, myself. Let's go to the US. This is where actually uh, you've got the biggest construction market in the world. Yep. To me, it makes more sense to actually put my efforts into that rather than going on to uh, another European country. And at the same time, that's gonna, that may give, open us a lot of different doors and opportunities more than if I was actually going to another European country. So, and they said yes, and I was like, that's cool. <laughs> So I organized IBS within three days, uh, just before Christmas, because this, we took it very late. And then the factory was shutting down. So I prepared everything, organized everything, shipped everything within three days. And IBS had an opening spot for you guys, such yes. a short... And they wow. had an opening spot in a location where we should have never been. Yeah, it was a, it was an yeah, it was it an was odd. It was very <laughs> nicely located <laughs> next to the big big players and we were like this is great. <laughs> and because everyone was going to the big players and then telling them you go and see them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we were right next to Camo as well. Camo was actually uh, one of our competition. And when they were doing stuff, I was like, hey, guys, look at what we do. <laughs> so I would, great. and I don't want to, I guess, upset any, I wouldn't consider Camo a competition. I, well, I, they I, are in the the system, and we uh, are too. I wouldn't consider. It's different. <laughs> it's different, yes, but they are still in the fastener system. So mm -hmm. everything that's in the same category True. for me is actually competition. And I, they, are, they are great companies. They've done great. And they are a real inspiration in terms of uh, communication and how to promote a product. So that's great. So I met you there. Uh, IBS was a test to understand what was the market, the US market about, because we had no idea. And really, uh, being in the company for less than eight weeks, I had no idea what that industry was about, what who, who was there, who we could work with, Did if they we had even, even a future. Yeah. Yes. And the great thing with IBS is that it's full of contractors. So a lot of contractors come and visit, and these are the guys that I'm selling actually the product onto because they're going to, I'm not selling it directly, but they're going to use my product. They are the ones that are actually going to use it and have actually the opinion about whether it's solving a problem for them or whether it's adding a problem, adding more problems because it's like, it's like you go somewhere with a new product and then you have to figure it out. Okay, do I solve problems only or do I create new ones? Oh, I was solving a major problem. Exactly. I, I've always had issues with what was on the market. And even when PAX, I guess, first was introduced, I just didn't, I mean, it's good. It was working on the idea that I didn't want, I wanted to see the wood. Yes. I wanted to see the product. Yeah. I wanted to understand that it was safely secure proper exactly. but then also you guys figure out a way that you can remove a damage board yes, for whatever reason exactly and that's still fascinating too so i mean we, we could talk a little bit about that what was your first impression john when you first heard about their clip system well I, like i had like you i had first started out and worked with uh with the thermary products and had worked with the with the packs and i had been blown away i'd been a big proponent for uh camo uh, for quite a number of years. I've never, uh, not one, I didn't, I mean, oh. I'm just going to say. <laughs> well, anyway. They, se they sent me them, oh. and, and I looked at it, and I, okay, great, but I didn't, I wasn't, I had a problem with mm -hmm. splitting the wood on the corner. 
Okay. Oh, and, okay. And that's what I always got. I always got wood being split on the corner, and yeah. I can see that. And then my thinking is, if you're walking on a deck and there's a slight sliver, you're gonna yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I basically I saw the product and I, I was had the guys they first installed it and I was like, well, okay, that's great. And then all of a sudden they turned around, took off, grabbed coffee, and they came back. And <laughs> there's there's a deck there, like I mean wood and everything, and yeah. they're they're like packing tools up. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, man, that stuff's cool. Like it, it just it, the installation time went down way faster. And so I was like, this is this is really cool. I want to start doing a lot of these. So this is when I was still building. So as it progressed a little further on, uh, all of a sudden, uh, grad pops up. And I'm like, oh, what's this? <laughs> and I'm like, it's on a six and a half foot long rail of fast uh -huh. already pre-installed. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. They do pedestal systems. Yeah. They do like just this part, like the start rails that go right on top of wood framing. And you I were doing beams as well at the time too? Or no, not yeah, yet. Yeah, we were doing a joist. Joist. Doing joist, yeah. Yeah, onto the wood joist. Yeah. And, and I was just like, okay, this is cool. And, like, I gravitate to things that just, like, they're smart. And they're the way that it, the engineering and how everything was put together, that everything it did was a benefit for the products. It just, everything helped another thing. There was very little con over the yeah. whole entire yeah. application. And it was just built for longevity. And I was like, okay, well, here we go. Like today with the market, the prices of materials that are out there, you want something that you can look after and, and uh, it's gonna last a long time. It's not that finite time of 15 you know, years and all of a sudden it starts falling apart and don't worry about it, here's and your And it's easier to maintain warranty. too over it the is. years and get it all ready in the spring. And was that the general consensus at the show the very first time at IBS that a lot of the contractors were coming up and looking at the product? Were they thinking the same thing that we were thinking? Yes, they were, they were coming up to the booth and playing with the product all the time. And they knew straight away what it was doing because they know the problems that they've got. And they never find solutions to the problems they've got because the products are all the same. I mean, innovation in that sense uh, is always incremental, but never disruptive, while our product is completely disruptive. It comes from 16 years of uh, research and development, obviously, because the first product was not like this. It was 100% uh, polyoxymethylene, so plastic strip. Now we are actually using aluminum, and we have actually inc uh, expanded and developed the, uh, the clip even more so that it's even more effective because now, like you've mentioned it earlier, you can remove uh, yeah. the clips. Mm -hmm. And by removing the clips, that means you can access the subdeck. Yep. And that is, um, so we are actually giving advantages to the contractor, but now to the end user. Even if they never use that feature of being able actually to remove the boards, update them, remove them, access the subdeck, pass cables, or, actually, or remove leaves or whatever, they may never use that feature. But to have this as a potential solution, it makes such a difference. And if you wanted to actually update your deck completely, you could. You so when you yeah. want to sell your house and you've got that deck there that's been sitting around for 10 years that doesn't look great and you want actually to add value to your property, well, you just replace the boards with the same ones but newer. And you don't need to change the structure. You just remove the board. That's it. So we are giving many more advantages than no one else does. And this is why the product is very disruptive. When you know that uh, also the clips are not working on the side, but working from underneath the board, then that means there are no constraint on the board. So cupping, warping, we help prevent all this because the clips are actually isostatic. So they move with the board as they swell, expand, and contract, which is making the wood live better. 
also uh, when we use the wood on top of the clips, where they don't sit on the joists. So that means that they're not in water. They're not sitting in water. They can air dry exactly. properly. Ventilation is promoted. Yes. And because there's no pre-drilling of the boards, because everything happen un happens underneath the board, then there's no water traps. So the board itself is going to live longer. And if it's wood, it's going to live longer. We're enhancing the lifetime of and the durability of the wood you're going to use. So this is great. And because it's aluminum, well, that's not going to absorb the water. Moisture cont content is not going to build up inside the aluminum with a plastic neither. It's a strong plastic as well. We're using polyoxymethylene for actually it's uh, very good and strong characteristics. I have yet to break one. I haven't broken one. Well, I want to try to break one, but I haven't. Please do. <laughs> no, but, but uh, and also the final thing is that the spacing between boards. The spacing between is boards incredibly yes. uniform, yes. like incredibly yes. super consistent. Yeah, you don't need to check that the boards are aligned because you know they're gonna be aligned once you once you once you snap you the boards on, yeah. on top of the of the rails. You know that's gonna be straight, and you know that the spacing is always gonna be equal. You don't need to check one thing. You can check it if you want, but then you're gonna waste time because you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do it once and then you're gonna think oh well you will i honestly you yes. will be wasting time yes but I'll this is why we're helping contractors work faster even better than before so that they, they have the time to actually look after the small details the other extra details that maybe they would bypass or not pay so much attention to because it's been they spend so much time on two jobs they're not thinking about it anymore so we're here to we're here to actually help everyone to be even better and to deliver even better solutions and projects to their clients and uh, that should make them proud this has got to be like new product into like you said a very big industry in yeah. north america mm -hmm. and and on that first year it was like a few thousand dollars worth of revenue yeah so when we went to ibs our revenues were seven thousand dollars <laughs> Uh, after, uh, I don't mean to laugh at that. No, you don't need to laugh at that. Listen to the rest; it's going to be better. Yes, that's and <laughs> So after IBS, before IBS, we were at seven thousand dollars. Then after IBS, four weeks after, I got my first order for fifty thousand dollars. Right and after IBS, because of yes, IBS. Because thanks to IBS, because well, uh, we took an opportunity and. Uh, we were convincing and people believed in us and people love the product. And I, I haven't met so far many people who don't like the product. I mean, probably within two years I've been working in this industry, I met less than five people who told me they don't want to know anything about it. Do they work at Camel? It's probably. <laughs> 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 Camel is okay, huh? you know, they do good it's stuff. Okay. Everyone does I'm good not, stuff. I'm, no, no, it's fine. And, yes. But then I, after that first year, so I mean, you reached what on sales for the next year at that point? And then I tried to work my way up the way I could because we uh, got, uh, I mean, this is when COVID started. Yeah, and then oh, that's the other thing too, exactly. Yeah. COVID. COVID started. New product, new I market, had, COVID. I, I had lots of plans, oh. everything was ruined. And I was like, that's not possible. And then, so I worked on those relationships I've made during IBS and I built this up as much as I could until last year. And I said, I can't do it anymore. I need to go to the US, and uh, it was the time when the US was re were reopening, so I decided to go there. So, and uh, now this year, from seven thousand dollars pre IBS, this year we're planning one million in sales, and I'm on my own, by the way. <laughs> That's insane that it's jumped that much, but it's yes. jumped that much because it has interest. Yeah, we know we have something that works for everyone. 
and in many different ways. We know it's interesting, we know we have a good product, we, and uh, our attitude is like, well, uh, if you want to work with us, we'll, we'll do everything we can to make sure it happens, because obviously we have to do certifications in some cases, and we are not shy of going for it. Okay, fine, let's go for it. We need it, you need it to progress, we're gonna do it. So we're happy actually to explore any ways to actually be able to promote our product and distribute it and uh, make it available in the US. So we, I work with, I've uh, created partnerships with large companies. Uh, some of them were already in place. Some of them I had to build them from scratch. Uh, sometimes it took two years to actually uh, get to a final product on the, on the ground in the US, but this is how actually a new product development works. And it's, this has, these have been really great challenges, but I've learned a lot from it. And uh, it shows our dedication too, to make things work and uh, to find solutions that fit the US market because the aim is not actually to export European products and obligingly we want to get those Just ones ship them here. anyone else. Yeah. You yeah. want to ship the entire company here. You want to exactly. bring it here and then so we could be educated. We have exactly. a phone call, we have a question, we can reach out to you. Exactly. So yeah. we started by actually, uh, custom. I started by customizing the products to actually make sure they fit the US market. And now that uh, COVID is actually, uh, COVID restrictions are relaxing a bit. Well, uh, my, our aim this year is actually to build up a subsidiary in Houston. So we are moving to the US. <laughs> she was telling me all this off mic and I was just like, from the moment I met her, like very beginning in IBS to now setting up shop in Houston, which is actually a perfect hub to, to, to basically get right across the entire country and yes. also yeah. get into Canada as well, too. Yes, exactly. But you're still facing even more problems. And I can only assume, John, you're facing the same problems as well, too, is aluminum prices have gone up. Mm -hmm. Material prices have up. gone up. Everything's gone Everything up. Everything You up. can't, uh, I guess every email, you guys probably dread the fact of opening up your email to see if there's any price yeah. increases coming up. But <laughs> it's for everyone. It's not just us. No, we're all in the same boat. So that's why we're confident that that's going to be OK anyway. And we'll do whatever we can to actually make sure that it works for the market, for our clients, and then for us. Because I consider we are third on the line that first the market, then our clients, then us. We are very lucky to actually have our own manufacturing. We control our manufacturing. We have great suppliers uh, in, and great, great relationships with our suppliers back in Europe. And uh, we want actually to uh, export this, uh, these great attributes to the US. That's why we're thinking of first building a subsidiary here, but then later on, a manufacture, a plant. Bring it here. Exactly. And working with aluminum wow. from the US, with aluminum guys, and doing everything here. So we are completely independent and being able actually to work on both sides of the Atlantic to actually uh, work the prices better and so we we are going full blast and that's great <laughs> so i mean it sounds like there's no competition right now the way we don't have competitions no <laughs> not like this it's either you want this or you don't want this but i don't understand why you wouldn't want this well it's always it. uh <laughs> <laughs> no, it's basically it yeah exactly i mean like i said i've said it before it's just uh, siding or decking I, I i there's some applications yes that a face flush mount stainless steel mm -hmm. uh you know fastener works but the majority you want to see the product depending on especially if you're spending a pretty penny on the product too yeah, like the beauty and the originality of, of the every wood. single piece of the wood that's yeah. out there and then you get yeah. those funny little screws 
showing up all oh, the yeah, time. So Not to mention to maintain, they can be a bit of a pain <laughs> in the butt. Well, that's the thing is you're piercing the wood and then you're ha you're having a, I guess if it's slightly countersunk, then you have moisture that could be building up there and that yes. creates problems with the product and then yeah. it doesn't last as long. And when you understand how that product works, our product works, and then you go onto one of those projects that uh, use that uses all the screws, that's all you can see. Screws. So you know it, especially if the oh, sun hits uh, it at a certain I angle. See. I know. I see pictures of people who are very proud of their decks, and that's true. They build them beautifully, but there are screws everywhere, and that's the only thing I can see. <laughs> and uh, I'm thinking, well, God, I could have helped them better, and uh, I hope next time they contact me. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> yes, that's true. But uh, so that's why we are we are really like our, I really like this product because it's really about making sure that wood is intact and the beauty of it is actually enhanced. And, uh, and the product that's on this, that is on the surface should actually not be damaged. It should be just as beautiful as the yep. first time you bought it. Yep. And we're helping making this happen. So I wanted to ask, what's the range of products here? How wide of a board can you guys create fasteners for or have you guys built fasteners for right now? Because I know the majority is what, a three-quarter board? Is it uh, a f what's, what's the so four-inch? So yeah, so it's a nominal four Four point five inch, uh, it's five quarter by four. That's what by we have five. here, right? Yep. Yeah. So, and that was, or if uh, in metric, which is horrible because we should know well, this by well, crazy, 120, but one twenty millimeters. How are you handling that? That's a good uh, question. Good, good, good. better. Uh, okay, all right. Yes, I'm obliged, because huh? you're coming into the one market that still embraces imperial. Yes, I know, but uh, <laughs> I've been obliged to actually adapt. <laughs> Yes, but I've lived in the UK, so you know in the UK they, they use a bit of stones and stones yeah. and whatever. Stones and pounds, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's when my son was born, it was five and a half uh, pounds, and I was like, "What is it?" <laughs> kilos. <laughs> I need to know kilos. <laughs> but okay, so sorry. So how many different boards that you have, or how many different clip systems that you have? So we customize everything. So you can go from boards which are two inches wide, less than two inches wide, actually. Yeah, I've seen the little thin ones, man. Up to eight inches wide. Eight inches. Yeah. Yes, and what we what we can do as well, and that uh, many of our clients do, is that they can order rails that marry and combine different sizes of boards. So that. So these rails are flexible. You can move. We can't move them. You can't move the clips because it's all pre-mounted on the rails in the factory, exactly where they need to go to accommodate the type, um, the width of the boards that need to sit on it. But then you can decide, well, I want a two inches, a two inch board, then a five inch board, then a six inch board, and back to a two inch board. I want that much gap between each of them. You can decide the gap, we create everything. And then we get the rails for you. So that means that when you wow. have very, when you want to create uh, walls or deckings with different patterns, uh, you, uh, combining different sizes of board, that would take a long time to figure it out how to, uh, how to actually uh, fasten everything. But with us, well, you put it's the rails down. It's You put the order yeah, in, you, you tell the deck. You put the rails down on, on top of the joist, uh, on the deck frame, and then you uh, place, you snap the board where they need to go, and that's it. You don't need to think anything else. Everything's is it the same with the same if you want to go on a diagonal, a bias, or a same. herringbone, same thing? Same. Alors, for, for diagonal, well, you've got different solutions. Either you, can you use the rails, and then we give you clips that you would have actually to fix fasten yourself because um, our machine can only go one way when we put the clips or uh, if you put up your deck in a diagonal way where well you can actually uh, put the rails on over the joist and then they would be automatically diagonal 
Yeah, so there's sort of basic two ways in general construction is they're going to either you accommodate for your diagonal decking in the framework. Yeah. yeah. Or they the it's the one adjustable. Every yes. every clip has a screw that is a three sixty degree pivot. So it's actually if you're coming to an angle, you can uh, customize those ones oh, to, I like that. to fall into line <laughs> with all your I other like spaces. That. Oh yeah, it's pretty wow. slick. <laughs> But uh, don't, don't encourage people to do this. I'm going to have to write the installation no, guide. No, we'll keep yeah. that for the 1% or 2% <laughs> of the market at that point. Yeah. But I, I mean, I do like that. And then I guess, so you can still do a herringbone too as well. Or is that from the factory or you got to do that on site? We would have to do this on site. On yes. site, yeah. Yes. Okay. Because I know that I've had some clients ask me for a spine or a herringbone, depending on where we are in the world. It depends you can on do it with this. Actually, you can totally do it with this. I know. just dropped an order off today up in Collingwood and they're contemplating on doing like the soldier course or the picture frame with the board with that system or they were going to come up and do the flush edge uh, up to it so uh, it's i said well you can go either way this is you go one way or the other it's just basically how uh, how creative and how much imagination you have it's basically at that point right but i yep. mean if you're using such nice looking wood then you want to be that creative right mm -hmm. and you're fastening these things onto the joists with stainless steel screws. Exactly, yes. And then are they pre-drilled the holes for it or no? No, they're no. not pre-drilled. So you determine where you're going to drill. But it, you're yeah. going through aluminum, so it's no different than a self-topper. Exactly. It goes through like butter. Exactly, yes. And you can even use them on top of steel joists. The only uh, thing you would have to be careful of, because this is aluminum and steel, you, to avoid galvanic corrosion. Back to school. Yeah. Back yes. to science <laughs> class. Yes, yes, I yes. know. The plumbers and the HVAC guys will know about this, yeah. but everybody else might not know about well, this. Well, yeah. you can't put, <laughs> just to avoid galvanic corrosions and uh, effects of like, actually putting two metals together, you would need actually to break that bond. Yes. So uh, just use a deck tape yeah. uh, to actually make sure just that something. there's a separation yeah, yes, between the two, and then just carry on as usual. Not green patterns tape. No. no. <laughs> well, for a little bit, you know, no, <laughs> for those taillight warranties. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, okay, all right. So then where does it go from here now? I mean, it, I guess so you, we have you're applying ones. it for decking, but you're also applying it for siding as well, too. We do siding. So we have different uh, ranges of rails. And uh, we have flat ones which are uh, that you can apply on top of the deck, uh, deck joists. And uh, you can also uh, use them onto concrete. If you have a very flat concrete floor, where well, you can put it direct onto the concrete. You're not even obliged in many cases to actually uh, fasten, it. fasten it. Yes. It could be a floating. Exactly, yep. because it's going to be self-weighed by the boards on top. So it depends. If you are in a very high windy area, well, maybe you would like actually to fasten it because you don't want everything to actually blow. Or anything well, you want like things this. to move. I mean, a lot of people don't even realize that basketball courts in high schools or even professional basketball courts are all floating on top of concrete. Yeah. Yeah. It's finished wood, lumber that's just floating over a concrete slab. Yeah. So yeah. it's not that. I mean, I personally would fasten it down to the concrete. Great, super low profile solution for like your condo. Um, balconies. balconies, yes, yes, one hundred percent. And because then you can keep it as a floating, and then you're not intrusing on any of the condo exactly. codes, uh, condo or codes. And then you're you're breaking way out of the tile look. So yeah, now you can actually have that full, like you know, as long as you can fit those pieces into an elevator, all of the stuff can be carried by arm. You just hang a rope down the balcony. But you can and just cut them as well. Yeah. I mean, Sorry. you can cut the aluminum. It's yes. easy. You can cut it to length. So if you need to transport it any, anywhere and the, the pieces are too long, well, you can just cut them in two. So how mm. are we ordering this glass? How do we, how do we, okay, so if I've got a deck, 
I guess it's easy if it's a square, if it's a rectangle, but then if it starts to become different shapes, different levels, it's a different story. How do we, mm. how do we price it out? How do we figure out what we need in our material list and everything like that? Well, we or are, you guys uh, do that. You guys do that. Yeah, yeah we do it because we have that. our own software. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured. We, are our, we have our own software that actually designs decks. So it doesn't matter uh, which kind of deck you want to design, we are going to do it. It can in integrate angles and uh, sharp angles, uh, round, circular angles, things like this. It can do anything. Then we draw everything onto that software, and it tells you exactly the amount of every single piece of equipment that you need and where to locate them. We can take uh, 2Ds and 3Ds picture of the deck from underneath on the side with with the board, without the board, so that you know exactly where wow, everything goes. It man. works like the Legos. You know when you need to yeah. build your big Star yeah. Wars thingy, you yeah. follow the step-by-step -step guide, <laughs> it's the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is adult Lego. It is uh, really, really so, fun. So it's all part of it or is that these it's are additional costs? or anything No, like there's no additional cost. Okay. Uh, we, are, we are happy actually to help everyone who needs actually our support with this to get that su that support and in many instances uh, like we're, what we're going to do with John actually is that we're going to give John the access to that software so he can actually design things on his own himself to, for his clients oh yes mm -hmm. are so you the you're the first here in Canada to be doing that I think so uh, yes. pretty much <laughs> pretty much eh? <laughs> yeah so just your plate is just getting bigger and bigger now. Yeah, who else wants to come and eat? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. And the great thing about the software is that you can accommodate any kind of profile that we do. So it works for the low profile, but also for the taller profiles, which are actually aluminum joists on pedestals, which are great for rooftop decks, mm -hmm. because this is, these are ideas which they've got, uh, they come up with, um, with an, uh, the pedestals which have an eight inch base. Uh, that are perfect for TPUs and EPDM. So, uh, floors. how low does the pedestal go to it, how high? It goes to a minimum of uh, four inches, yes, and uh, up to 15 inches. That high, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yes. So that's that's pretty cool. And, and they're designed for your rails already. So you just literally drop your rails exactly. right into the pedestal. Yeah. Exactly. It works like Legos again. Yeah. There's no screws. It's just by clipping. Right uh, out of the, the box. Clip, clip, clip. It's just clip, clip onto yes. all the pedestals. Yes, John loves yeah. it. I've <laughs> always had to. I've always had to screw it or fasten it or some. Sometimes no, it it you have to MacGyver yeah, it. Right you got it. Yeah. I mean, you can if you really want to, but you're you don't need to. No, you don't need to. But if you really want to add uh, screws and fasteners because you really think this is what you need, well, you can, but you, you're you not don't need to. No. no, it's it's slick, Ricky. Wow, <laughs> it is <Yes>. really nice. <laughs> so I mean, I, I gotta ask, glad I gotta ask, what's the basic difference between North American construction and European construction? Because I can only assume yeah. that they're building decks out there. They're, yes. They're, do, they're using it for siding as well, too. I mean, it's just all kinds of stuff. But So what's the basic difference between the two? Well, Europe is traditionally a decking market more than a siding market. Really? Yes, because, well, most concrete. of our uh, houses are concrete. We don't really write screen systems. Yes. And uh, what the siding we do in Europe is actually mostly for decorative uh, purposes. It hasn't got a technical purpose like a rain screen system would have. In America, in North America, it's more the siding, actually. And you do a bit of both. And you're very creative in how you do the siding and especially the decking. Uh, while in Europe, the decking is very square. Uh, we have a lot of uh, concrete patios. So what I'm using, actually, what I'm developing here for the rooftop deck industry is actually our traditional decking system back in Europe because everyone's got that little square patio yeah. at the back very often anyway. 
So that's one of the main aspects. And then there are the boards. The boards are wider, are all quite different in the US. And back in Europe, they're quite similar to what you're using in Canada. So it's fun actually to discover all this. That's why I'm touring Canada and the US to understand more about the market. And I, I need to work to adapt and uh, get my products through and help John at Deck Product to actually uh, work better and uh, increase his influence and uh, his client base. So John's excited just because yes. you keep on giving him more stuff to yes. play in his wheelhouse, I guess, and yeah. just get out yeah. there because you, you like it's got to add to your value at that point too, right? Well, it's be able to have solutions for yeah, like more and more solutions for in, within the construction industry and building scenarios. Uh, you know, be able to come out and say, "Here we are. We, we you know, well, I'm known for decks, but now all of a sudden we have the opportunity to start opening up cladding markets, uh, some architectural components, rain screens, uh, details, know, de the, yeah. the details, like and getting to those very consistent results that come out from this it's it and the creativity is is uh, yeah it's, it's are amazing you, it's endless. are you going to yes. get into fencing yes we do privacy fencing yes privacy really? fencing. yeah i mean so how does eclipse system work on a fencing application well you got posts you put the rays on the posts uh, along the post and then you snap your balls on top that's all have you been one, John? Have you done one? I'm gonna do one. <laughs> really, you got a schedule day? Because uh, yeah, I mean, my wife has been waiting for this fence for probably about eight years. So yeah, we're gonna put it up. Because <laughs> Gladys, we got a real problem here in Canada. I don't know about the U.S., but it's piss poor fences here. Like n nobody makes fences that are gonna last and look pretty. Yeah. You know, I mean, they just make fences for the sake of just making fences. But by the time they go through winter and the springtime, they're all twisted mm -hmm. and yeah. garbage. Right. So if you guys are working on a fence, that's great that you guys are working on a fence because I think people well, should spend money on absolutely. quality fence. Well, we have um, the, we have the originality to have a product that actually is very versatile. The flat, the, the thick rails, which are actually are used as joists are for decking mainly, but you could also you put them on a the wood. But on the contrary, the ones which are actually flat, like this is the one you've got in front of you, it goes yeah. onto it's anything that's flat. What so is that, a centimeter? It's uh, three quarters of an inch. Just for the aluminum, you and then you have a half inch for the <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at half inch for the aluminum and three quarters for the clips, and yeah. that's it. Yes, so it's uh, you can put it on the ceiling, you can put it on the wall, you can put it on a deck joist, you can put it on, on top of flat concrete. And you can you put it on a post to actually create fences. You can use it in many different ways. Uh, the great thing about it is that our clients are usually more creative than we are. They'll and, come uh, up with solutions. And this yeah. is how the innovation comes up with it. This is how they help us innovate, uh, integrating new materials to actually work with the product, new ways of doing things. And uh, it's great. When we see that they're having lots of ideas, they're becoming very excited about it, like John is. And then you start with one idea, but you never stop going incremental about it. Uh, the most difficult thing is actually to make sure that people focus, because I try actually to make sure that my clients are not going overboard because they're always thinking about too that many ideas. That never happens, Gladys. What are no, you talking no, about? No. This is construction. <laughs> I think it happens Everybody's in every country in the world. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to say, well, it's great. You have lots of ideas, but let's start with something. <laughs> what do you call these things? I'm holding the, uh, the tools that you have yes. to remove the decks. So these are tools that we are uh, is there a name providing for exclusively. Keys. Yeah, keys. they're called keys. So they are uh, keys to dismantle the boards. So it kind of looks like an L-shaped 
man with two arms pointing the other way or something with arrows on yes. it. That's I, I don't know. That's a pretty good description. I don't know. That's how I look. I see a man there. I don't know. That's what I see. <laughs> <laughs> or I, guess, I guess that way, yeah, he's got his hands up or something. I don't know. But the, So you can use this on the narrowest board and the widest board? It doesn't matter? Or you can no? use it on with any board as long as you've got a gap between the boards. So that would be used for decking, but also for open joint siding. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work with shiplap, obviously. No. Not no. that much. But so you would insert the key in between the two boards and then you would turn it 90 degrees. So it locks itself underneath the clips. And as it locks itself underneath the clips, you push the key and it releases the clips. And you do this on either side of the clips. And then as you go along the board and do and repeat comes the same, out easily. It, mm -hmm. the board comes out. It's like, actually, you should call this butter. It's just so easy. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, if okay. that works better. I, I want to, sorry, go on. And, uh, just wanted to make sure of one thing is that in the trunk, uh, when you actually uh, work the keys this way, nothing gets damaged in the process. So that means that you reuse everything. You don't need to buy new clips to actually uh, replace the ones that you've just taken off. You don't need to buy a new board. If you want to reuse the same board, you reuse the same so board. So the engagement ring exactly. fell through the deck and it's underneath. Oh, yeah, and that's we a have typical idea. That. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding ring, engagement ring, all kinds of rings. Cable guys coming up. <laughs> yes. a new line. You but can you've exactly. Got, yeah, you've got like get out your utilities. So we still have access to it. Exactly. Yeah. You have access to the sub-deck at any time or... Uh, you have access to the wall if you're using open joint cladding. Yeah. And you can replace uh, your board. You can uh, do whatever you want. And uh, nothing gets damaged in, tr in the process. So that means you reuse everything all the time. We are not actually asking you to spend extra money to replace what you've just taken off. You just reuse it. And when you put the clips back onto the rails, you cannot miss where they go. Because... Uh, it's not a guessing game. It's they a go seated. exactly yeah. where the where the rails are punctured to actually get the clips in. So it's great. Anyone can work with it. I, it's easy. That's what I mean. So basically, mm. it works for the construction industry because yes. we, we like it easy, like Lego. Well, the thing is, that's interesting you say this because very often I'm being told, Gladys, this is too easy. But why making things so simpler? So they're skeptical. Yeah. Why making yep. things simpler with a difficult product why, why not using something easy that's the point because they're maybe uh, they're not used to actually have such uh, easy going and straightforward instruments in the hands once you do it first time you realize how easy it is yeah. Oh, yeah. and then even if you have to remove something you also realize how easy it is yeah. so it just becomes mm -hmm. and like you said earlier it really just becomes at that point creativity mm -hmm. yes what you want to build at that point yes which is really fascinating i want to talk about mother nature and i mean houston it gets hot in Texas. I love it. It gets extremely I hot in it. Texas. <laughs> and in Canada, <laughs> it gets cold, extremely cold. There's no concern whatsoever regarding the plastic, aluminum, nothing at all. Like no. It, no. Okay. The, the plastics we're using is polyoxymethylene. And it goes, uh, it can very easily accept temperatures from minus 40 up to plus 70. So, mm. and the aluminum expands, obviously, as, and contracts and expands depending on the temperatures but uh, not massively. So Will you see a slight difference in spacing? Slight. It's like one thirty second. Yeah, uh, it's, every, it's yeah, minor. Every 40 degrees Celsius. So really it's if you're different. noticing those details. So if you're a Portuguese you, contractor, you're totally noticing <laughs> it. If you're everybody else, you're not yeah, noticing yeah, it. Yeah. You're not but, noticing okay, I got you. No. But that's why we are coming up in the market with also accessories that John is using, which are helping actually position the rails one after another 
and keep a small space in between the two rails so that to allow for that natural expansion. Oh, I like that. That's a nice little trick. It makes sense. All yes. the total smartness all the way yeah. through in, in the products that are out there. Just the, it's those little details that really have spurred me to go like, okay, this is it. So have you handled a lot of their products? Because I've only handled this one, and that was it, right? I, I have a, I have a little bit of it kicking around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just curious about it. But there's more products coming, right? Mm -hmm. And so yes. right now, to get the products, how does so if we've got somebody that's listening right now and they're going to do a job, contacting you, John, or how does? Well, they can probably huh? reach out both ways. Okay. Uh, All would, right. We have some landed here in Ontario. Um, when we're working with uh, the flat rails, we have the PR39. Uh, pedestal system okay. as well as we have another one which is the uh, top lift which is a sort of a semi combo of the two which has small integrated 16 inch spaced uh, for a low lift about about up to about three and a half inches in height I believe yeah it goes up to four inches max that's so the rail that's that, the rail that's the rail and it has an incorporated uh, small foot on it so you can actually put an allen key piece down in between the oh deck yeah, boards. I remember, I remember seeing that so one. So if you got a little bit of slop or something that's bouncer, you can actually stiffen Adjust that up it. without taking yeah. the deck boards it's off. It's great for renovations. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So are you, are, you, are you now painting everything black or is there still some products that are aluminum? No, no, everything is black. Okay. But uh, if you were mm -hmm. required to actually uh, have it just uh, playing uh, silver or Sometimes you actually uh, do customized uh, items which are red or different colors. A color? It, but it's only spreads. Uh, it's, we actually change the color. We actually ask our um, extruders to make sure that uh, it comes up in certain colors. If you have special projects, you have to think that architects like to be creative. And if they want to sh uh, show the rails rather than hide it because yes. of a specific project, well, we can do everything they want. I mean, here it's black paint, but it could be anything else. John is pretty well sorted. He's got a lot of different of our, um, ones of our products. He can work on a lot of different projects, and uh, he really nailed it. Really, it's great, actually, to have him as a, uh, as a partner in the business because he really understands how things work, and he's a great advocate, and he really loves what he does. So, really, uh, it's, it's really a pride to actually work with him. Oh, shucks. I can, <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can only assume... Decking, John, has gone through the roof literally in the last two years. Yeah, a little bit. I think that we've seen a, a, a dramatic growth. Has it been the same in Europe as well, too, in the U.S.? I guess it's going to yeah, be the yeah. same. Yeah, Every, same. Everybody's, because I guess the pandemic, everybody stayed at home and they didn't want to sit back in their backyard on nothing. Yes. So it's just I could see that there's a lot of uh, growth here. Yes, exactly. And uh, there's been a lot of growth thanks to our uh, product for the reasons that we help contain the extra cost of uh, material prices going up. Uh, since uh, with our products, you actually uh, can uh, help save 50%, up to 50% on the installation time and therefore the labor cost. Well, when uh, equipment and material prices are going up nonstop, we help actually the final project not to go overboard and make sure that we help contain the cost area. So we help contractors have more bargaining power. We help them actually getting, getting into those projects better, finishing faster. And even if there is a labor shortage, uh, well, we are going to compensate this. They don't need four guys anymore. They need two. Yeah. And they're going to finish their project not within six months, but within three. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but that's basically a fact. That's yes. what, what would yeah. happen. So that's the, why we've been yeah. quite uh, successful last year and this year with our products. This is that uh, it had 
even more of a reason to exist in the US market and the North American market. And that's why people are using it more and uh, we're getting a lot of inquiries. Uh, so uh, that means that we're doing something right. People appreciate what we do and what we actually bring on the market. Every inquiry that I get, well, uh, I will I dispatch it onto whoever I work with. So in Canada, well, it's primarily John, John yes, uh, because he's got also everything here on site, uh, ready to go. And any support I can bring him, well, uh, we actually bring it to him. I was IBS this year. You, you, did you, you, John? You went down to IBS? No, I was. You went. I, I, I went to the deck, deck and pool and patio uh, expo down in Dallas. Were you there as well, Gladys? Yes. At that, at that one too. Yeah. Yes. How was that show? That was first time getting back. I think I was probably the only Canadian down there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Like, uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was really nice to get back because after that stretch, I really do enjoy shows. Um, even like working them, it can be grueling sometimes, like say the Toronto show here uh, when it goes, but it felt good. But it was it was nice getting back into the scene to see it. Go. It was slowly coming back, so it was not as big as what I had been used to in the past. But, but it was nice to get back into that world of learning, seeing new products. Yeah, and getting back, building those relationships again yeah. with some of the people like throughout the our, the association we yeah. both work are part of and working part of through, through that and seeing other guys encouraging, taking a little encouragement here and there um, and accountability. It was, kind of, it was really kind of cool. Mm. Any negatives on, I guess, I'm just assuming with a lot of contractors, price point-wise, would they be comparing apples and mangoes because it's not fair? Always. I, I, always, right? Like, I, I, I get frustrated having those conversations where you're comparing this to something else that's not even in its same league, but you're, you're telling me that this is expensive, but you're not factoring in the overall picture, mm -hmm. which I've always said is don't look at the individual line item, look at the overall pro uh, project mm -hmm. so you can understand that the cost is actually less yes. if you factor in everything. Yes, and, uh, but that still goes. It's yeah. normal. And really, I'm, I'm very happy when they start uh, uh, talking to me like this because I have a lot to teach them. <laughs> and, what do you tell them, Gladys? What well, do you what I tell them is that, well, obviously, they are used to actually think about the material cost because they're always used actually to find the same type of material in the shop. So then it becomes everything is a commodity and you compare apples with uh, app red apples with green apples. That's all you do. And they're used to think like this. We are the first ones to actually oblige them to think differently. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take long for them actually to switch and to understand the bigger picture. People follow us and they understand how we work and then they have a new way to actually approach their uh, own clients and end users and architects with arguments that no one had before. So it gives them like a superior advantage in the market and they're thinking differently now because yes, now they've got more bargaining power. They can actually go to the end user and say, well, listen, I can make it at that price now and still make a better margins because, well, uh, they don't go very far from uh, the price point they were actually doing before. They go just a bit cheaper, but they make more money. And that's great for them. And we like to actually hear success stories like this. And with our product, I mean, the larger the project, the more sense it makes to actually use it because you're going to go faster, better, you're going to sell more material and uh, but more you're profit. gonna more profits, mm -hmm. and you're still gonna save probably fifty percent cost on the labor, labor. and on the installation. Smaller installation. crew, quicker exactly. time. Not not as you know skilled in senses of some of the things because a lot of all that skill is tied up within the product, the consistency, yeah. the deck board yeah. spacing in itself. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Like don't get me wrong. 
you get somebody that's skilled on this, they're going to really love it. But it's, it's also like the onboarding and training of new employees or, you know, the high school kid that came in on a, on a co-op or something like that. Like they can do this and they can do it just as good as anybody else out there. It's that simple. Like I just had a little one I dropped off a young 19 year old kid and he picked it up in like 10 minutes and blew off like a 200 square foot deck in a weekend i was gonna ask are the younger generation contractors trades embracing this a lot more than the old school guys were saying listen i've done it this way for the longest time i think you're gonna see a lot of that just for the fact of (laughs) that's uh, more younger people are very gravitated towards social media aspects yeah i'm i'm I am too, and I will be honest. That's probably where I first was uh, um, involved in seeing and being yeah. introduced to the product, and uh, I just kept clicking, clicking, clicking until uh, she answered me back and sent me some samples. <laughs> <laughs> so, how else can people find out? Because I mean, I met you, I heard about this through a whole six degrees of Kevin Bacon, and that's yes. how I got to you, and that's now how I know about it. But other than people are hearing about it on the podcast or people hearing it on social media, I guess until we actually physically see it on a job site and someone gets an opportunity to work with it, yeah. that's when they're actually going to have the light bulb moment and yes. realize. It's worked a lot on the marketing as well, and especially with the different... How uh, many positions do you have at the company? Oh, I do marketing, technical, like, after sales. So I like, do everything. What, no, just, what just are the, the gentlemen back home doing? <laughs> if <they're laughs> I tell them what to do. <laughs> but um, no, I'm everywhere, and uh, what we were doing a lot in Europe is that we were using a lot of uh, motion 3D, and we're still doing that a lot to actually explain our products work is great. But then in the US, you need to show that the product is actually in the hands of a contractor here and builders, and they're going to show you actually how that works. So that's why when I saw your, uh, your videos, Manny, that was great, because this yeah. is what we needed to emphasize on. So I've worked on that. We've uh, I've actually uh, developed with my partners in the US more videos like this with uh, builders and uh, influencers as well who are actually able to use the product, explain how it, wor- it works, and then uh, be- become advocates for it. So that's yep. great. And this is how you can identify yourself better because with motion 3D, well, okay, ev- everything is flying and uh, getting into position on its own is great, but not, there's no magic involved. I'm not selling magic ones. So <laughs> Until you actually physically touch it and use it, yes, you, won't, you it's, won't appreciate it's, it. It's, yeah, no. you won't appreciate it. So that's why I've used builders and people who are real people who are actually on the ground in the U.S. to actually communicate about our, our uh, products. And then I've toured all the U.S. for six months going through a lot of different states. I mean, on my last trip, I did 18 states over seven weeks. <laughs> That's insane. I know, but this is great. <laughs> <laughs> and every time, it's great to see the appeal is always the same, and people are eager to work with us. They find that fantastic, and they come up with so many ideas. Even if they are skeptical, they only stay skeptical for five minutes. Until, then, they, until they use it. They, and, until yeah. they use it. And then they come up with ideas. You, you speak to them about a project, very specific projects that uh, you're going to, you want <laughs> to use the product on. To. And then they forget about that project and they're like, oh, but we can do this. We can do that. Yes. Yes, that's true. But you can use focus. it indoor. You can use it outdoors. Outdoors, yes, yeah. indoors. What I say to people is that I'm obviously we have 16 years of experience with it back in Europe. So I'm trying actually to share those success stories that we've had in Europe with our own clients and to uh, inspire um, the market in the US. And uh, when it comes to uh, digging, we have lots of stories. But when it comes to siding, 
uh, always say to them, well, listen, uh, I'm talking always about that one project that happened into my hometown, actually, which <laughs> is very rare because it's a very small place. Yeah. And uh, it's a, it was an 11,000 square foot project. And uh, it was going from uh, zero to 25 foot high. And yes, Holy. on an aluminum building, it was like a warehouse. And it was using narrow two inch board cladding boards. At that high, so how many rows were you? Yes, well, a uh, lot. Two guys worked on it. They had never touched the product before. They didn't even know that it existed. It took them eight days to do all this, despite the height, foot high, and using cranes thousands. to go up all the time. Wow. And uh, so you can imagine. So I give this as an example to inspire, but to say as well, you have to do better than the French, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think America and Canada could be up for that challenge to do yes. something like that, so, which is interesting. So these are examples, but um, we are lucky to have that that background, that much experience in the market, and to be able to actually to share this, to inspire others to do the same, to do better, and to show them well. Okay, maybe the product is new for you, but it's not new for everyone. And look, this is what they've done. This is what our clients have done. This is where they started, and now they evolved. Now they do this, and we know that you can do the same, if not better, even better. So we're here to expand, uh, give the means to everyone to actually be creative, innovate with our product, which is completely unique. I'm sure John's going to be great. <laughs> no, there's lots of potential, in it, and I'm surprised that in two and a half years since we've met, yeah. it's grown so much. Yeah. I mean, what else is going to be on the table at that point? Like, what else are you already, can you share some of the stuff that you're planning on outside yes, of what's of going course. on right now? Of course. So uh, we, are we are actually thinking of uh, opening Sub-Zero in Houston this year. And uh, I'm also hiring at the moment to actually complete a team in the U.S. because I've I've been traveling a lot around, but obviously I've only scratched the surface. Now it's time to go deeper in it, and I can't do it on my own. So I'm building up a team. Right now I'm recruiting in the U.S. for the U.S. market uh, for sales posi positions, marketing, technical. We need to build a team that is in the U.S., dedicated to the U.S. market with U.S. people who understand the market, who can really communicate about product and answer uh, the questions of the market. And being there physically will cut down all the obstacles that we would have back in France with uh, time, time zones, difference, yeah, yeah. time mm -hmm. differences and, and communication sometimes. So uh, it's great. And this is going to help me build the business better, I'll provide more support to our existing client base, but also uh, expand our client base and go into different industries because being away, you, it's difficult to do this. We need to be in the US. So it was very important for me to uh, be completely independent from uh, Europe, to really uh, focus our efforts to actually answer the problems and also the challenges of the US market for reasons of credibility and trust. I'm not trying to hide behind the no, Atlantic. No, you're, you're understanding <laughs> exactly. the market here. Exactly, I'm understanding the market. That's why I've done extreme uh, market research over the last, uh, last year. And uh, I want to make sure that we also develop solutions for the US, for the North American market, not just things that we would uh, export from Europe and you're gonna have to deal with that. No, maybe we're gonna innovate differently and do things that are only used here. And this is what's really exciting about it. We are not shy on uh, innovation. We are happy to innovate. This is what we want actually, because innovation is key to growth and opportunities. Can you use this clip system with I guess you got to use products that have the groove in it. So yes, 
But the groove, you guys, or who makes the groove in the board? I guess the manufacturer of the board makes the groove in the board. Yes. But, uh, yeah. but not... Not always. Not always. Oh. Not always. It depends. If you have companies like uh, Mozu, uh, Kebony, or Firmaway who are manufacturing their own boards, they have facilities to actually uh, create those grooves at the back of the board so that the bo their boards can be snapped onto our clips. That's because those relationships have started a long time ago back in Europe. Yeah. So they've got uh, access to uh, what we call the grad machine, which is actually uh, a machine that creates grooves at the back of the boards. In the US and uh, in Canada as well, uh, I've, had, I've got people who actually can create those grooves in uh, different types of uh, woods, like such Yeah, that's where I was woods. going, because yes. if I want to get With fancy and I want to destroy the world and get some exotic wood that nobody exactly. has anymore and just rip it down and just, I don't <laughs> care, put the grooves in and put it into my deck. But I mean, yep. you guys do that or you or we get... We, we, we get things sorted. And uh, when you go actually to specialty mill, uh, millwork companies, uh, like uh, like uh, Woodhaven that I work with uh, back in the U.S. in Kansas, where they actually do their own grooving. So they, and uh, a few companies work like this too. So uh, the board goes through the molder. They get shaped and planed, uh, pre-cut as well. So there are two pre-cuts that are made at the back of the board. And as the boards come out of the molder, it goes through the rotter bits. And rotter bits actually give the arrow shape that is... Uh, so specific to our grooves because my thought actually was about interior applications oh about yeah. using yeah. specific species of wood mm -hmm. if i wanted to create something as a feature wall or something mm. yep. and i wanted to fasten it with your clip system yeah. um but i i'd have to send the material to somebody that actually has those bits we can make that, that has the facilities yes oh you have the really well, you can do that we're, we're working on little that. insider we're working on it. Little, little insider kind of thing right because i know i know you can't go to the freud and just go find this bit right it doesn't exist no. <laughs> but that's the point of actually uh expanding in the u.s this is to develop solutions for all this too this is so that everyone can be more flexible and more independent on how they want to work obviously, and uh, working with John in Canada, we're going to make sure that he's got access to this kind of flexibility because then he can actually expand into new directions and provide new solutions uh, for, uh, for the market that the market doesn't know about it yet because they've never thought of it. Uh, markets are already uh, are often used to actually think about what they know, but to go beyond disruptive uh, ideas is difficult and this, unless you bring this to them. And then this is what we're going to do with him. Make sure that uh, he's got all this to offer to uh, the market. Because that's the thing about your products is that it gets me thinking yeah. <laughs> about oh, yeah. where... Don't think too much. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what happens. You get thinking about what you yeah. can or can't oh, do with well, it. I put it here. Yeah, <laughs> what, what can I do with this? Well, how yeah. can I do with this? Because exactly. the thing is, once you use products like this where it basically is hidden fasteners and you start discovering all kinds of yes. cabinetry hidden fasteners and everything like that, you're like thinking... Why do I need to face secure exactly. anything? I don't want to see dots, or I don't want a wood fill, or I don't want a plug. I don't want to do any of that. Exactly. Sh shower floors. That's all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> yes, so I mean, floor boxes. Floor, yeah. uh, floor boxes. Yes, we, we have got clients. Well, uh, they actually uh, revamp floor boxes yeah. and they create benches. Yeah. And uh, they do a lot of things because, well, it works. And that's true. You're right. Everyone becomes very creative. And this is that crazy creativity that makes the product very unique you don't you can't do this with a camo 
<laughs> I didn't say that, but I just I told you it's the splitting up the wood and maybe I'm doing it wrong or I don't know, but I just don't I think it's too dangerous, especially on the ends. Well, I'll, I'll be honest, there is a if you read the instructions, <laughs> you're supposed to pre-drill those ones. Oh, at the very uh, end. At the very end okay. for camel. But uh, yes, it happens, and that it does leave like it's not up on the full. It's face. two different markets. It's, it's two be, different markets. I, I, like I, different. I go back to apples and mangoes. It's two. Like yeah. if you're building a deck like this with these clip system, it's not the same deck that's being built if you're using a camel no. system. It's no. two different and markets. It, it right? is two different markets. Yeah. There are you know cross applications between the both. But For sure. It is yes. You're on a wood on wood scenario or a composite type scenario onto mm. a wood frame. Yeah. The, the camo like it's a great trim head screw. I've used it for years. Oh, yeah. uh, they've been very successful with uh, projects with them, and they've been greatly supportive over the years with it. This is it's it's just different, and it's uh, it's it's much a lot more thought throughout through just the fastener it's the whole application it's the system of it which makes it really ingenious it's got the thought of the longevity of the wood behind it uh the removability like that alone well, that's, we, that's where you come in right because if you let's say you got a 10 year old deck it's all clipped mm -hmm. together the wood is not damaged but it's just been the colors gone from it whatever right. you could literally remove every single board re-oil it sand it re-oil it get it yeah. all ready put it back in and it looks yeah, brand new exactly. again you could do that you wouldn't have to do that no you wouldn't <laughs> have to but because you can actually just sand everything down and just get ready and then re-oil it again right and it still looks yeah, brand new most of the time with the oil actually there's no sanding anymore for us but well wow. that's another topic that's a whole other topic <laughs> i know all kinds but i mean that's like you can just rejuvenate it because the mm -hmm. truth is that the joists are not failing i mean most deck guys that i know are building joists and they're actually putting the membrane on top of the joists yeah mm -hmm. so now you're screwing into the top of the joists and you're sealing it so now you're not getting water penetrating onto a pt product uh, exactly. product and now you're putting an aluminum product that's actually going to last a long time mm -hmm. you've got the clip system going onto the board so the only thing that's going to happen is the possible fading of some of that product but if you're maintaining it every year like you've talked about on the, the yep. other show it's going to last forever it's going to look amazing so you don't need to change anything other than aesthetic wise if you want to change the species or change the yeah. color that's the only reason you need to do that yeah and even with the rejuvenation through the oil and everything like that you can change color right then and there too yeah so it uh, helps with the same. stability of everything it all runs together as a system but it is it's smart i, I kind of like that you offer that you can paint your rails a different color because it starts to make me think about louboutin or something like that and you could put red rails and have this little hint of red yeah you could <laughs> you <laughs> could really i don't know how the americans would embrace that i could see the canadians embracing that a lot better you i personally would very do. nice patterns yeah yeah with dark uh, i always think of red i don't know why but uh, with dark wood and red rails it would look beautiful would really cool, yeah. like well, the sun catching at a certain angle and you see these little hints of yeah and they're all uniform i give it yes, a exactly. vertical application or even a vertical application as well too a nice backdrop feature wall and behind tv backlight it so you yes. can see everything in behind like uh, you you Let's get creative. <laughs> Sorry? You can easily do a, a slat wall. Yeah. And uh, very nice. That would be very decorative and very unique. I know that there's other aluminum products. You guys get into iJoyce or you get some Joyce applications. Yes, we have different sizing. Of joists and uh, we have different sizes of joists, which are uh, two and a half inch or more, or one and a half inch tall. It depends, you know, uh, we have different joists for different applications for public spaces or commercial spaces or residential. How thick uh, are the biggest joists? Are you uh, getting two and a half. Two and a yeah, high-wise? Yes. Okay. So there's no, About there's structural on that. 
they're structural, so that's mostly with the pedestal yeah. system. So I think what is it's it? combined. Hundred hundred pound foot load or or a hundred pound squ- per square foot is about a twenty inch spacing on the pedestals. Wow. Yes. Underneath, so, so like so you can up it into areas. Say you had a higher amount for you're placing a hot tub, and you want to spread that load out. Yeah, it's click throw another pedestal on there, and or the versatility is pretty remarkable. I'm trying to think of what else. Like what else you? Well, that's mainly what we do, really. And uh, I love the fence idea. I want to yeah. see more of that. I yes, love the idea thing. of it going diagonally. I'd, I'd love to see more of that. Herringbone has been a big fan. Like I've been spying. Everyone We've loves never it. Done it but I mean, all the homes in Europe are all indoor. Yeah, exactly. F- it's like that. I Interior mean, wood suspended ceilings and yeah, acoustic suspended ceilings. exactly. Acoustic I mean, as- aspects like yeah. there's anything like that. You can get into restaurant applications uh, where you've got privacy screens in between booths. Be <laughs> it's endless. It's it's there's. What I like about it is that this is the removability. Because uh, if you have, uh, if you are renting a place, for example, you have mm-hmm. a balcony. Well, you put up your balcony with this. You put your little deck out, and when you feel, you, when you actually uh, leave this this place, you pack it up. Take it with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything. You pack it up. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> gets damaged in the process. And then when yeah. the new owner show up, wasn't there a deck here? No, there no, was no, no thing no, there. No, no, you're seeing no, no. things. No. Exactly. So that's that's one feature. <laughs> no, so there was a grad concept deck here. Uh, I know no, it. No. I believe it. No, it, it. wasn't there. It wasn't there. <laughs> you don't know. And the proof of cafes, you know, for temporary oh, uh, yeah, terraces. Oh yeah, temporary patios outside exactly like, uh, that's uh the, the small pedestal <laughs> thing right here was which uh, I, I will say i kind of heard the idea from uh another podcast that fr- out in saskatchewan a couple guys out there the ultimate deck sh- yeah shop show and they said oh we got to lease a deck program and i was like that's genius and then it was right at the time when covid was hitting and i was down <laughs> in it uh, so i was down in dallas and i was like oh my goodness there you go there's your system right there because they can go out <laughs> Your average parking spot here in Toronto, what's that? About, what, seven, eight feet wide? Yeah. Six and a half feet. That'd be perfect. Uh, So you're doing a pedestal with the rail and do the clip. Run it right flush with the curb. Done. Yeah. You put up your little barricade or whatever like that. It's done. And when, like, at end of season, you have to have it pulled out. Take it out. It can come out and be completely disassembled. Yeah. And it's packaged a, it, into a small package again. Yeah. So if it either goes back through the leasing company, whoever wants to refurbish, you could take it, run it on a line, have it completely maintained, and smart go, yes. go back out the next year. Especially if you have a durable enough product that's going to take that type of traffic without that much wear and tear. Like that's an amazing uh, application. Yeah, for that's this. very very smart. I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there's lots of different applications like this and new things actually we discover as we go along because uh, we work with lots of different client bases and end users and uh, they tell us actually how they use the system and sometimes it's never the same. And this is how actually we develop our scope of opportunities with the product and we learn about it, we learn from our own clients. And one of the things, one of the industry we actually started to get into, this is the dock industry. Mm-hmm. and. Oh, wow. Well, to create pontoons and bridges is great. I didn't even think about that. Because we save a lot of time installing and fastening the boards at the end of the project. We actually help uh, large companies to go from one project to another by reducing bottlenecks. Uh, When the bottleneck is actually at the end, when everyone actually puts the board and it takes like four hours with four guys, now it takes two hours with two guys. 
and it goes like much that, faster. Huh? Wow. Then there's no screws, so the boards go are gonna last longer. It's usually aluminum and aluminum together, so that's usually uh, the bond between the two metals that is better. But um, yeah, it works great. So we're really helping, and we are uh, the indus different industries to be better, to be more effective and efficient. And we are learning all the time new ways of using the product because at, at first we created a rail for decking for the European market, and now we are going full blast everywhere. I've yeah. got a project for you guys. Great. It's right. in Toronto. <laughs> it's right. a huge project, and it should really be changed because I don't like it. It's the bar. <laughs> it's the boardwalk along Lakeshore. All right. That crappy composite thing that's all face screwed and it goes along the whole thing and it, over the years it's taken the shape of whatever gray that's underneath <laughs> it <laughs> yeah and uh, some pieces have been replaced and they replaced it with like two bi-dimensional lumber just to do a patch job yeah. and i mean wouldn't it be amazing if you yeah. had that whole lakeshore run which is long by the way yeah. it's like insanely long yeah, i think it's a couple kilometers yeah well it's, it's, no it's, it goes for, from park lawn all the way to the the beaches oh that yeah, boardwalk. That one, that yeah. Boardwalk. Oh, yeah. So it's because I've been on that. I was there the last summer and walking on it. And yeah. I just, I'm trying to enjoy the day. And I can't <laughs> because I'm looking at this work and yeah. I can't enjoy the day. <laughs> so I'm mean, like, that's an opportunity. But I mean, that's, that starts going into a commercial application at that point. Yeah, exactly. But, but you guys are structurally sound for a commercial application. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Depending on the project, we can do almost any projects. And but th when there are specifications, and we need actually to pass tests or do tests, we do them, because we want actually our product to get into the market, and we know it's good. So if there are, f we're still discovering the uh, North American market, and where we need actually to test the product and make sure that it's validated as being safe, we do it. And this is what I do in the U.S. already. John, you probably know this. Is okay. there, do you, even though it's certified in Europe. You still have to get a secondary certification yeah. for Canada and also a secondary one for the U.S. Yes. Does yep. it have to be for the entire U.S. or is it individual states? And the same thing with Canada. Is it Canada province-based or how does it work with that? Uh, right now, well, like any type of certification here would be through CSA. Yeah. Any type of those app. Like you, there's other third parties that can sort of run and go with some of those certifications. Most of it we fall under all the like all the it hits all the criteria yeah uh, mm -hmm. so it, it's like the, you have irc certification which the international residential code for down in the u.s mm -hmm. and has the i believe what assi um so it meets uh, all the yeah. standards at that it's, point it's hitting the standards for those commercial applications when you're running into residential say for if you're doing your free floating deck or anything you don't like need that, it we're only hitting up to 15 inches in elevation so you know most places you're not dictated by internet like by by ontario building yeah. code for the heights yeah. but everything as you build and design it you're not overspanning any of your decking components and all the like everything is hitting what you need to hit in order for it, if not that more it's uh, it's a pretty solid system i just figured that it yeah. that would be the case right even though you guys it, it almost feels like you over engineered it yeah. to prepare for almost any application well we try our best actually to work ahead and to anticipate Obviously, in the U.S., it's a different story as well because you've got a national, international building code and you've got then every state and sometimes different cities and different states who are actually applying their own code, like Florida and parts of California. It's just a cash grab. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we are, so we are learning a lot. And uh, I wouldn't say that we are prepared for everything, 
But uh, we're learning as we go along because we work on different projects and then some projects are happy we actually, with actually what we are offering to them. And then some of the projects are asking us to go beyond this. And so we go beyond this and we do certification. So right now in the US I'm doing the CCRR for the uh, structural joists for the pedestal system with the joist. I've already done the fire test on the, on the pedestals because I thought, well, if the fire test fail, there's no point going further, but no, it actually, it went great. And uh, we are in the likes of Bison, for example, so it's great. Uh, so we, uh, we're So we the fire test on. would mostly be for condos, is that? You're gonna be in For different applications. Yeah, oh, different okay. commercial uh, applications, a lot of interior architectural components to know that you're not gonna gas out if it burns too quickly burn times <laughs> all that yes. stuff so you're, you're already doing all that and it passed yes. for that stuff so now because if it passed i'm doing the ccr which is like a recognition of our system being uh, building code compliant in the u.s which is the minimum uh, i think we, we need to do because uh, we want to be credible we don't want to be i don't want us to be seen like a just shoving our products and just running away running away in Europe. No, it's not that. We are actually taking responsibilities, making sure to, that everyone knows we are legit, we are giving products that are safe, that have been tested before, and we believe in it, and uh, there's no problems using them. Then we are going to go on to other types of tests uh, that are going to be for Florida and for California. What, hurricane yes. and yeah, seismic, I guess? Yes. Well, Wow. For the NOA or for the Florida approval, and uh, we are going to go on to other tests for siding as well. We want to be legit, and I want to make sure that everyone knows they can trust us. This is very important. We are new in the market, and you have a new product. Well, there's no point going around the pot. Make sure that uh, everyone knows that you've you've done you've gone through all the steps to prove that your product is good. It's not just me talking about it. Uh, it's now s it's going to be certified by the U.S. You need a bigger board. team, guys. Like, I mean, I know, I know you're hiring for one. Houston. <laughs> I know, but that's just for Houston. You, I, I mean, are no, you... That's everywhere. That's the sales, uh, my sales team is going to be remote yeah. in different locations. And that'd be uh, based in Houston, so looking after Willie the Sunbelt uh, State. What, are you also handling outside of the world, like every other place as well, too? I can only assume I that the product is in every, all over Europe, isn't it? Before, I'm, I'm lucky, before I was handling about 90% of the world. So <laughs> so just a Paul, little Paul's got some answering, <laughs> you know? Paul's got some questions to answer, you know? Yes, right? yes. What's going well, on? But we've learned from this, and obviously now the team back in Europe uh, has expanded. I've got many more colleagues who are looking at different parts of the world but i'm still bound to latin america which actually i think oh. is working if with you're hiring latin for america. latin america i might want to apply sponsored project a little program. recon or something like <laughs> that february oh, by the way this is the last day we got to build a deck oh yeah. <laughs> yeah we can whip this off about eight hours don't worry you want to go to costa rica i guess <laughs> exactly no i love that it's i love that it's grown so well and it's grown so fast because of what you've pushed and kept on pushing right and i like that a lot from where i first saw it i've always liked the product well i'm very lucky that uh, we've got a product that's great that works great and that really is causing appeal and excitement even though it's new and everyone can use it first time and there's no like time of uh, adaptation really it's within five minutes 
I've got also, I'm very lucky actually to work with a great company back in France with for innovation and with pushing me, with giving me all the gears to actually make things happen, who believes in me. They trust me a lot, which is, I think they're a bit mad sometimes, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> this is the way. And I thank them very much for this. And uh, also to have a, a visionary CEO, which is also as visionary as I am. And together we are great. We're not always aligned, but this is how we get the best ideas, by not being aligned. So I believe in conflict. <laughs> being actually uh, no, uh, you're promoting doing very, innovation. You're, you're doing extremely <laughs> well from, from what I first met you in. Well, and thanks. That's great. No, you don't, and I could totally see America and Canada embracing it and then on to other countries at that point. Mm -hmm. And I think this is like past the point of, is it going to be easy to learn? That's already a given. Yep. Is it going to be easy to create? at that point. Mm -hmm. You're just going to be creative at that point. You're just going to start thinking about other applications. And I know that John and myself, we like, we're constantly thinking about where can we apply this, use this, work with this. Mm -hmm. And then you, you pass it on to clients and you share it and, or you do it in your own places as first so you can experiment and then go from there. Yeah, I've done that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the beauty of meeting products and people like this, where you can try to go, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I think, did we cover everything? Is there anything else that we're... Uh, I'm moving to Houston. I know you're <laughs> you're excited about it. Yes. And then well, you let me know how hot it gets because I've been to Houston and it gets hot. I know. I went there the first time back in June last year. It was super hot. It gets hot. Yeah. It gets hotter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but I like it. Yeah. yeah. You, don't have to, you don't have to else. shovel heat, right? So No, you don't. And lots of steak down there. Yeah. Lots yeah, yeah, of steak no down there. No shortage of steak. No. <laughs> yes. But uh, I like the culture as well. It fits me well. And uh, the mindset. Yeah, I'm, I'm very similar, so Perfect. that's great. Thank you very much, Gladys. we got one last segment to do. John's already done it, so he doesn't have to do it. But again, Yay. everybody, Grand Concept Inc., uh, us.grandconcept.com, and it's her email is gpetit at grandconcept.com. If you got any people that are interested in working for you in Houston, right? Yeah, absolutely. They can reach Houston out to you right or now. anywhere in the U.S. In the U.S. Okay, perfect. Because it's all going to be remote. And then John, again, thank you so much for coming on. You're very welcome, Nice sir. to see you. It's always nice to see you, man. Uh, John Witt, Deck Protect and DeckProtect.pro and John at DeckProtect.pro and it's on Instagram, DeckProtect. Pro. Yeah, Facebook and all that stuff. All that stuff, stuff there. They're all linked together. So <laughs> we have this last segment here, Gladys, which is called the 12 Questions of Construction. Oh, my God. There's no right or wrong. You don't have to sing. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Can I that. just say pass? No, <laughs> you can't pass. Oh, yeah, Nobody's yeah, ever passed. you got to answer. Nobody's passed. Oh, no, no. I'll, I'll take that back. They do pass on one question Can you sometimes. say it in French? Yeah. I can't say it. I got a bit uh, la toilette. That's all I can say. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite construction word? Word. Word. I have no idea. <laughs> favorite construction word? You're in the construction industry right now. Yeah, I know, so but uh, I don't know. What's your favorite word? Problems. Hmm. What's your least favorite construction word? Uh, I don't know. Camo. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you on in construction? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Um, innovation. What turns you off in construction? Routine. That's true. What is your favorite curse word or phrase? It can be in any language. Mm, I don't know about that. Watch your French, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, that's it. Uh, so pick another language. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what is yours? That's the one that you can pass if you want. Yeah, What's pass. my favorite curse yes. word? I can't remember what I said, but I mean, I, there's always a go-to fuck, right? So it's just, you can always say that. Yeah. Mm. But if you don't have one, you don't have no, one. No, I don't. <laughs> what is your favorite vehicle? Could be anything in the world. Yes, the, the Lamborghini Aventador. 
Right to the top. (laughs) (laughs) What color? Orange. Orange? Yeah. You know, I was at the Geneva Motor Show when they launched it. It was in 2011 because my uh, daughter was just a few months old. And I managed to get us on set, really. Yes. Was it an orange one when they launched it? Yeah. It was, huh? Yes. And there were lots of photographs and journalists. And then uh, I was with my family, and they were like, oh, yeah, that would be cool if we were on stage. I said, let's go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I used my kids. I used my kids, you see, and they were cute, and they were small. And uh, there was just one woman at the back who was handling the shop. She was on her own. And then my my son was like, oh, playing with the, all the toys. And she was like, oh, it's cute. And I was like, can we go there? I said, oh, yes, no problem. Let's go together. <laughs> <laughs> so we were on stage in front of the journalist and everyone was envious. Now yeah. I understand how Grand Concepts grown so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite vehicle in the world? Um, a Citroën. <laughs> you don't like Citroën? No, no. None of them? No, my, n- my family <laughs> never had one. <laughs> <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love? I don't know. What's that? When it snaps. When it snaps together. <laughs> yeah, when the boards are snapping. That's yes, it. That's that it. I know it works. There. I know it's well done. What construction sound noise do you hate? Oh, what's that? I don't know. You say it in English, marteau picker. You know that big machine that you used oh, to actually jack Jackhammer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's horrible. A good one. Loud. It's loud. That's yes. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt one day? Anything in the world. Oh, that's good. Well, um, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, not in the fashion industry again. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you in fashion for? Oh, I wasn't there for very long. I was there six months. Okay. Yes. Had enough? Oh, I think they had enough of me. <laughs> 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 so what would you not like to do? Uh, what I wouldn't like to do... Well oh, no, sorry. Which one did I ask? Or would you uh, like to attempt one day? When I was little, I wanted to be uh, president of France. That's still a possibility. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, what profession would you not like to do? Oh, accounting. I know. Mm, office. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Well done. <laughs> well done. Gladys, thank you very much. A pleasure to see you again in yes, Canada. Great. Hopefully next time I see you is going to be in Houston. Yes, definitely. That maybe I'll hire nice. you next time. Well, we'll see what happens. I don't know if I can move to Houston, but... Well, maybe here. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> John, it's a pleasure to see you again. Thank and you uh, too, thank sir. you so much. And again, everybody, Grand Concept Inc., reach out, us.grandconcept.com. And then her email is gpetit at grandconcept.com. On Instagram is grandconcept underscore USA. Yes. And John's is Deck Protect, www.deckprotect.pro. And John at deckprotect.pro. And it's Deck Protect. Pro on Instagram, but you can't fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm following him. Look yeah. at my list of who I'm if following. If you get onto a site and it's some mat that's protecting a deck from burning, that's not us. <laughs> 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 All right, thanks very much, guys. We are at you. Awesome. Great. That was great. Thanks a lot.